Welcome back to the basement yard. Today I am joined by Kirill, yeah. the slut whisperer. One of my many names. One of your many names. Many. Ego. What, what is Ego's. Russian Ugly, Jew, Ugly Russian Jew. Right? Ugly Russian Jew. Yeah. Is that a self proclaimed? Yeah. Self deprecating humor always wins. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah, it's just Kirill. So, so I mean, ugly Russian Jew. I'm assuming most of the people who listen to this podcast know who you are. I don't but, know your audience that well. Well, I feel like you have a lot. Of, I feel like you're part, um, like a guy's guy, which is my audience. Right. But then I feel like you're kind of like a little bit of a heartthrob, <laughs> and like those kind of people are completely disgusted by everything I do. Probably, but yeah. for the people that but I'm going to try know, to win them over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for the people who Stop don't know, what exactly. Like if someone asks you, like, hey, what do you do? What do you tell them? Well, it depends who I'm speaking to. Right. If I'm speaking to, like, an adult, I'm like, oh, you know, like, I host parties and I travel around, do events and shit like that. Um, if I'm trying to win the attention, I guess, of, like, some bros, I'd be like, oh, I just pour champagne on whores. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just depends. There's different, like, you know, mission statements. Yeah, I mean, I so guess. for people who don't know, I mean, to put it in my words... I mean, I remember years ago, one of my friends was like, yo, have you seen this kid, uh, Kirill? Because back then it was like, Kirill was here. It was like your... Yeah. Fan. I mean, that's still the thing. The It was always supposed to be Kirill was here across the board everywhere. Right. But it was that on Instagram. It was that on Snapchat. But I was, I was well, right? Yeah. And I was just kicked off so many times of Instagram and I got deleted off Snapchat that I just needed to come up with new nicknames. Right. So it's still Kirill was here. That's still like the brand the brand. brand, but Slut Whisper is just kind of like, he's like my uh, Slim Shady. Right. You know what I mean? It's like the really dark, dark part of my brain. <laughs> but yeah, I remember like years ago, the Kirill was here, like the stickers, they were like black and white yep. that just said Kirill was here. Yeah. And um, I was like, I don't know what the hell it is. And then I, I look at it and there's just like videos of you in clubs and somehow there's just a bunch of girls there with their mm -hmm. tits out, asses out, basically like 97% naked, and you're just pouring champagne all over them while taking pictures of them. Yeah. You're a photographer. In the loosest terms. In the loosest terms. Yeah. You're like a photographer, like I'm a comedian. Like it's like the same thing. It's like very loose. Like I can't, very... like I never thought of myself as a photographer even though I held a camera because if someone asked me like oh like what are your settings and what is the I'm like I have no idea what's going hey, what's on what's your ISO I'm like what <laughs> I got nothing to me it was always about the content and less about the quality of the photo All right so I don't know how did you how'd you get started doing all this shit because I'm assuming uh, it didn't start out like yeah I'm just gonna start pouring champagne on people no it's like um I was bored in nightclubs because my friends were DJs and they took me out. And then after like a year of just being a belligerent mess, they were like, you really should like rein this in and do something here. Otherwise, don't hang out here. Right. Uh, and I always had a camera. Um, and one night I was like, all right, I'll go home. After, like I was already drunk at the club. I was like, fuck it. I'll run home. I grabbed a camera and I just like took a photos of like whatever I thought was fun at the club. And then the next day, all these people who knew me were like, hey, where are the photos going to be? Where are they going to be? And I was like, all right, maybe I should just try to do this as like a hobby. And I came from like a graphic design marketing background. I didn't graduate college, but like I have that kind of mindset. So 
my roommate was a web designer. We're like, all right, let's do this. We come up with a bunch of names. I party with Kirill. Kirill was here, blah, blah, blah. And I picked Kirill was here, made the logo. We built the site overnight. And I was like, boom, here are the photos. And I guess every night I'm just going to go and take party photos. And it wasn't about making money. It was just about trying to find the most fun party photos. And back then they were very tame. It was just like people... Having, having the time, time of their life. Because like, most club photos, if you've seen, first of all, have like 4,000 logos on the bottom of like every promoter, every brand. Right, yeah. And then like three dudes holding like a bottle of Grey Goose and button downs. You're like, dude, that's not your night. Your yeah. night is like you fingering a girl like in the corner, like covered in your own vomit. <laughs> that's why and you that's, went there. Yeah. Th- I mean, exactly. So my photos were kind of like almost like very candid war style photography. Like I just went in there and, and like... Right. And did my thing and built a crazy following as like... Without all the crazy shit that you're doing Without the crazy shit because like I had the branding. Like you said, everyone knew Kirill was here. For like the first three years of me doing this, there wasn't that many nightlife photographers. No one had a camera yet. You know what I mean? Like everybody now all of a sudden is is an Instagram photographer. Everyone's got a camera. So back then I was like one of like five dudes in the country really making a name for myself. So my logo was in the corner of everyone's Facebook profile photo. And it just kind of like, it steamrolled into like an actual thing where I had to leave my day job. And I just started doing this. And then, you know. Like clubs would pay you to show up and just take pictures? Yeah, because it became, they were basically buying ad space on my site. You were a club and you were like, hey, I want Kirill to come here and take photos because he'll put our club photos that he took on his site and people be like, oh, well, that's the club I want to go to because it's fun. Because my site was getting like 100,000 views a day. It was huge. It was a fucking monster. And then like eventually I started like pushing the boundaries and the minute you do something like a girl takes out her tits or like champagne is sprayed, it kind of sets the tone for other people like, well, that's what I have to do to get on. Right. And... You know, and nightlife is raw. Like, anyone who tells you, like, oh, that's gross, it's like, dude, no one's going to a nightclub to listen to music. You can do that at home. Right. Like, you're going to get fucked up and hopefully laid, whether you're a guy or a girl. Like, there's no other reason you should be in there. Yeah. I've never gone to a, like, I, I mean, I'm not, like, a huge club person. Like, I love dive bars and shit like that. But, yeah. like, if every time that I've been to a club, it's never been, like, I didn't see some crazy shit going on. Well, because nightlife fucking sucks. Nightlife has become so corporate especially with like social media and everything else being able to get out now, like clubs have really like, you know, gone very like black tie suit kind of shit where they were like, you can't get this crazy because we might get in trouble. You know, uh, most nightclubs are exclusive and parties should be more or less inclusive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you walk up with two dudes, you're like, all right, buy a bottle. You're like, come on, man. It's, just, it's fucking... So that's why I think my shit kind of blew up because I was the the anti-club kid showing up to clubs and being like well we're gonna turn this into a fucking disaster and you're gonna have to deal with it and i want you to let in all my fans and followers and all these kids and we're just gonna destroy this room and after a while people are like well we're actually making money off of kirill being here so we're gonna let it slide the one time a month he does this right so So some of these clubs they don't even like on a regular day they don't let this shit go on they let you no no like i'll walk in if i'm like off and i go to a nightclub like that shit's not happening Right. I mean, unless they pull me aside, like, yo, we got a guy spending $20,000 who wants you to, like, pour champagne. I'm like, all right, well, cut a check. Like, you're making twenty grand off yeah. of him. What am I going to just do it for free for you? So, no, it's like, I mean, have you been to nightclubs in New York? Yeah. They're fucking terrible. I mean, I, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not a huge club guy. I'm not a club like, guy either. Because you got to wait. Like, I mean, this is when I was, like, 18, 19, yeah. 20 years old going to clubs and stuff, like, like, 
not supposed to be in a club, but you have to wait on a line, you have to buy a bottle, you're spending like hundreds of dollars, and then I'm like, all right, we're all, all 13 of us are sharing a bottle of Grey Goose, yeah, and then everyone over there wants to fight me for some reason, like, it's like, you know. Yeah, it's really, uh, I don't like the state of nightlife at all in New York, but uh, that's what's like really the most fun anymore. city. The, the easier ones are always like Miami, Vegas, Toronto, great party city. I like an Toronto. incredible party city. I went there once for OVO Fest, yeah. and it was awesome. Toronto's great. I love Toronto. It's an awesome fucking city. Uh, it's 19 to drink, so those kids that are drinking are a lot more, you know, they're still kids, so they're having more fun. Uh, sleeper city that nobody would expect, Sacramento. Sacramento? One of the best parties I throw is in Sacramento. It's, I don't even know what's in the water there. or what, Dude, it's bananas. I would have never guessed in the that city. Si- in all the places where people have gotten my logo tattooed, I have four people have my logo tattooed or my name on their body in, in Sacramento. Sacramento in the past six months. People are just I would have fucking, never guessed that. I don't know. They're just fucking retarded out there. DeMarcus Cousins was dying to get out of there, and you're telling me it's the best dude, city it's in the world. It's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't want to live there. I, I will visit, do right. my party, have fun, and get the fuck out. Shit, man. Yeah. So, like... What is like a day in the life now? Not like a day in the life, but like, you're like, all right, I have a party tonight. Like, what is that day like? I don't do shit. I'm such a lazy piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I literally just started working out, trying to like counterbalance all the alcohol. Um, I don't do anything. Like my, like people always like, oh my God, like you have, you have way too much time on your hands to argue with people on the internet. I'm like, that's what I do. Like, that's what brings me joy. <laughs> like, you're right. Like, I do have that time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is so much fun. Um... I don't know. I just I don't do shit all day, and then I'll go do my party. I How really you, live like, such even, a boring life. I, I mean, I'm so like for all the yeah. fucking frat stars out there that want to be you and shit. What what is like? How did you? I can't even explain. Like I don't know how to a- ask this question, but how do you get these girls to act the way that they do? Well, it's kind of like. Um, is it just the camera? No, it's not, dude. I don't. I haven't taken photos at a party in a year and a half. I stopped doing that. Now, now I'm just, just now, now I'm just it. I'm trying to do as less work as possible for the most amount of money, <laughs> uh, and now because like Snapchat blew up, so like Snapchat is the instant way to get my shit out there, right, right there, and then having to like take these photos. I can't. I also lost my anonymity. Like the fun part of taking photos to me was like taking these great candids and like fun party photos. Now I walk in with a camera, everyone's trying to put on. So I'm like, this isn't even fun for me anymore. Right. So now it's just like let's just throw a great party. And Snapchat it and get it out there faster. But like, look, I don't know how someone else could do what I did without doing all the steps I had to do. In the sense of like, it's the it's the same reason that like you can't go to a nightclub and throw a cake at someone, but Steve Aoki can. It's because like he made that his thing, mm-hmm. and so people know that's what they have to do or want to do to get your attention. So. It's the, it's like kind of like girls gone wild in a sense where like I might turn off seventy five percent of the girls in the party be like I would never do it but twenty five percent will be like oh yeah I'm gonna show my tits because they're fucking great and I want them to pour champagne on them like it's just one of those things where like they're like that's what Kirill does so that's what I'm gonna do for him you know what I mean yeah that's crazy because like some some of the shit like and then I sometimes it, you have pictures where it's like after the party and you guys are in like a random bathroom and you're pouring milk on someone. Yeah, it just gets weird. Well, it's, it's funny because, like, you forget. Um, I don't know if that happens to you, like, where you forget how much power social media has sometimes. Yeah. Where, like, one time I was really bored 
on my way to a party in Hamilton, Ontario. Um, it's like the white trashiest town in Canada. It's amazing. <laughs> like, legit amazing. And uh, we were hanging out, and my boys and I were like, well, what should we do? We should have somebody bring us something. I was like, yo, if you bring me baloney to the club, you can come, like, drink with me all night. Baloney. Yeah, I was like, fuck it. Bring me sliced baloney. Dude, I had, like, 20 people. They were like, the, the club owner was like, dude, there's, like, people in line holding baloney. What do I do with them? I'm like, you got to let them in. So after that night... <laughs> And we were like throwing baloney at people. It was just like, to me, now I'm just trying to entertain myself too. Like, right, I can't right. believe this is happening. But to this day, <laughs> this was two years ago, at least once a month, someone will show up to the club with baloney. Because like, oh, I saw that like you did baloney two years ago. Like, I'm trying to... Like, really? Like, they still remember that shit. Does it still work? What do you mean? You're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, if someone's showing up like, I brought you baloney, I'm like, fucking, fucking hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had a girl. This is so weird. And I got a lot of shit for this. Uh... In Orlando, this chick comes up to me and she was like, I want to do something different that no one's ever done, but I want to like get on your Snapchat. What can we do? And I was literally coming out of the bathroom and I was like, you want to, I'll give you a swirly. And she was like, yes. Oh, I saw this. So we gave this chick a swirly literally two seconds after like the biggest, blackest bouncer came out of the fucking toilet stall. So I was like, it was not the ideal conditions for her head to be in that fucking <laughs> toilet. So we gave her the swirly. It was great. Put it on the internet. I got so much backlash for it. But then... Wait, what was that backlash for? Like, Well, because it's like... Everyone's like, well, she's drunk. It's misogynistic. It's like, you're taking advantage. It's like, all this shit. And then like the girl emails me. And she's like, "That was the, I drove two hours. And that was the greatest time of my life. Thank you so much. Like, people just assume, like, that other people can't have fun in a different way than what you want to have fun with. Right. But it's like, the best part is, four months later, I have a party in Tampa... And she like emails me and she goes, hey, I bought meet and greet tickets for your party. Um, does that mean we'll get to like actually meet you? I'm like, you, I put your head in the toilet. Like you don't need to be buying meet and greet tickets anymore. <laughs> like we've already met. We're, we're but friends you, now. Now you could just email me and be like, can I come hang out? And I'd be like, of course. <laughs> but like, she's just like, oh, like, oh I just want to meet him again. I'm like, babe, like relax. We had we shared a moment yeah. that no one that I've never. You're shared with me with for the rest of my life. That's now. it. That's Once it. you put someone's head in a toilet, that's you guys it. Basically married at that point. Yeah. Did you flush the toilet? Yeah. I remember some mom freaked out on Facebook, and she goes, "If my son ever did something like this to another woman, I would murder him." And I respond, "I'm like, you realize when your son grows up, he's gonna be coming on girls' faces. Like." That's the least thing he's going to be... The worst thing he possibly could do is give a girl a swirly. That's true. It's like, come on. Think about it. Like, if you really think about it, what happened? There's no, there's no violent action. It was just like, people just love to be It's upset. almost safer than Dude, most it's a of part the other of childhood. stuff that you do. It's part of childhood. Like, people, people get, get swirly, swirlies. Yeah. Pretty soon, like, if somebody, like, pants at someone, they're going to assume that's, like, sexual assault. I'm pretty sure they would assume that. Well, this day my, and age, you would be like, oh, that's sexual assault. I got pantsed. There's people in my family that work in schools, and you can't do anything to these kids anymore. Dude, it's ridiculous. You can't touch them. You can't yell at them. You can't do anything. I'm like, what can you do? If I knew that at my age, when I was that age, I would fucking run wild. I wouldn't wear it's clothes. It's, I would spit true. in people's faces. Like, I was an asshole in middle school. If no one could do anything to me. Dude, it's ridiculous. It's just... It's like we've become like the biggest pussy it generation is. That's ever. Li- that's literally like what it everyone is. Everyone is just offended by everything for no fucking reason. And you made hats 
that said something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? I just was like, I was, well, it was the whole Trump shit, and everyone was like, you know, Jock and Estes were like, they were making their own, like, make America dance again or make America whatever. And I was just like, my hats I made were like, make America not a bunch of cunts offended by everything again. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, like, my number one seller. I was like, oh, just keep printing these. I was yeah. like, and I was like, oh, Trump got elected? Great. Can keep yeah, running keep going. these. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. But I, it confuses me that someone would be upset by the swirly when, like, I think, like, more people would be upset by 90% of the other things that you're doing. Or the fact that, like, women in the third world having their clitoris is forcibly removed. But the problem is, they're not going to do anything about that. It's Facebook activism. Like, they're like, oh, I did something, so I'm going to pat I myself on I shared it. I pat myself on the back. Yeah. SNL did a great skit on people like that. It's, it was like some dude, it was like a Louis C.K. skit where he like reposted something on Facebook about awareness about something. And then people showed up out of nowhere like thanking him, like, thank you so much. And they did this whole like musical shit. Well, yeah, it's like somebody like I did something about making fun of uh like Syrian refugees and being like, can you guys just stop sharing this on Facebook? And the guy goes, well, we're just, you know, we're just raising awareness. And I'm like, well, now that you're aware, what have you done about it? Yeah. Like, what is raising awareness? Like, okay. I've gotten into that argument with people as well because like, I mean, I'm not one of those people that's just like, oh, I'm never going to talk about anything. Uh, I mean, I don't talk about anything political because I don't know what I'm talking about. But like things... But that's almost more fun to do because it's just like you rattle people because you're like, I'm just an idiot. Yeah, I'm fucking stupid. That's what I tell people when they ask me questions. They're like, I don't fucking know anything. Like, But do you think that like when people are like, when people f- say they're like, oh, I'm, they, they know shit about politics, but it's like, how much do you really know? Because 90% of it's bullshit anyways. Right. You know what people, what people well, you're are fed. telling you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, what are you basing your opinion off? That's why I don't like talking about it because it's like, I hate watching the news. I don't read the newspaper. No. I read Reddit. And I'm not like, eh. informed is what I'm trying to say. Oh, completely misinformed. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm going to do. So don't ask me questions about it because, you know, I just talk to Cam. Do you get like backlash for anything? Yeah. I mean, sometimes today, today I got some dumb shit because I saw this thing. Miley Cyrus said that she wants to, she's getting away from hip hop because it's all like suck my dick, ride my cock. She's like, I don't like that. I'm like, What? This girl was blowing a blow-up doll's dick on stage at her party. Like, am I? I'm confused. It's, I and of course, her fans come out of fucking left field with like, she's changing and all. This. I was like, I mean, I understand if you want to mature and like you're like, forget yeah, your sure, power, but, but like, like, you can't just say that. No. Like now, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I can't do that. That's terrible. You were literally screaming the lyrics to my neck, my back. But it, but like, even if hip hop is misogynistic, that's just it's a part of art. It's just a part of... Misogyny is artistic. It is. I mean, like, even, like, you know, look how long it took for people to accept, like, a guy like Eminem. Like, it, it, he... he it, it, On paper, it's terrible what he was saying, but it is art. Art's supposed to evoke an emotion. That's what, like, I was taught when I went to art school is, like, you know when you walk into a museum and you see, like, a fucking just a blue painting just all blue yeah, and you're like what the, like, fuck, what the is fuck is this in here i'm like and i used to get so frustrated and then i realized i'm like that's why it's in here because it pissed me off so the idea is like art's supposed to evoke an emotion whether it's good or bad the worst thing you could do is somebody be like yeah whatever like that's the worst thing you can have as a reaction to your art that's why like i embrace when people shit on me cancel my parties like feminists freak out or when people love me but like the last thing you want to be is just brushed over Right. How often does that happen that people cancel parties? I've it hasn't happened in a minute, but it used to happen for a little bit, mainly in Canada. I don't know why. Very nice people up there. Great people. 
They really are. But like, and I've gotten into some real, like, good debates with them where like I flipped, like, dude, there's like newspaper articles that say like Slut Whisperer canceled. I'm like, you actually printed this? <laughs> like, I have it like framed in my house. I'm like, this is amazing. And to me, like, any party that gets canceled, it's only going to add more to my brand than if I just went and did it and it was just a fun party and no right. one would have heard about it besides the people that were there. But the fact that it's getting more attention, I'm like, let's go. Because I can defend any argument you can give me about right. what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm down to go toe-to-toe with anyone. Yeah, you're not forcing anybody to fucking do that shit. Well, no. And like the main argument I've always gotten from – and they were like, well, they're drunk. So they're not in charge of their like actions and decisions so that you're taking advantage of them. And I'm like, that's fine if that's your argument. But then take that same person who's too drunk to show their, like, to make a conscious decision whether their tits are staying or not. And you're saying that they're not responsible for their action, right? Is what their argument is. I'm mm-hmm. like, then give those people keys to a car and they crash and kill someone. Who's, in, who's responsible for that? They are. So you're saying that they're like responsible behind the wheel, but they're not responsible when it's their clothing. And, like, most people are like, oh, well, I guess that is a good point. I'm like, yeah, because it's like, dude, you've got to know your own limits. If you're going to get drunk and show your tits, that's on you. Yeah. And I'm not a dick. Like, I'll take all the shit down if they don't want it the next day, you know. I was going to ask that, too, because I know sometimes you post screenshots of people, like, emailing you, like, oh, I can't take, can you take that down? Like, I have a job interview or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I'll always, dude, the idea of me doing these parties is to make sure people have a good time. I'm yeah. not trying to ruin, I don't want that on my fucking conscious that like some kid lost his scholarship and fucked up his career because he got drunk one night we've all been there we've all made mistakes i just happen to have a large platform to expose your mistakes you know what i mean so i'm never like a dick about it i've been threatened to be sued before and that's when i start like then i'll have some fun with them before i take everything down because i'm like don't come at me like i'm the one at fault here all right yeah have you ever been sued from anyone no I don't do anything illegal. Right. There's nothing illegal happening. Well, I mean, people will sue. People sue for wrong. anything, but they know that the problem is they also realize if I, if they try to sue me, all they're doing is exposing their own actions even worse. Right. Like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to take you to court because you have videos of me and doing this. I'm like, fine, but you're just going to show you, everyone, show everyone that else that you did that. And then, every, and then everyone's going to realize you're going to lose anyways. Like, I'm a Jew. I, I have good lawyers. I know exactly what I can and can't do in a nightclub. <laughs> And especially because there's no expectation of privacy in a nightclub. You have zero expectation of privacy. It's a, it's a, it is a private, but it is a public space. Right. Um, and it's not like I'm doing this in like 1950 where I'm the only one with the camera. Everyone's got a camera phone. Everyone's got Snapchat, Instagram story. I'm not the only one with this footage. So it's just, it's on you. You got to be responsible for your own body. It's true. If you watch his Snapchat, you can see people getting their fucking champagne poured all over their tits and there's... 50 people around with their phones out. Yeah. Just taking pictures and shit. And I'm interrupting my own podcast to give you my sponsors because I forgot to do them the first time I was recording this. And the first one we have is Beachbody On Demand. Beachbody On Demand gives you the ability to stream hundreds of workouts from programs all over, proven to deliver amazing results, created by world-class super trainers. It's something like P90X, Insanity, three-week yoga retreat, things like that, you know? So if you're out of shape... Or you want to get back into shape if you're, you know, you're a slob and you're you're trying to get back into shape like I am, then Beachbody On Demand is for you. You know, you can get hundreds of workouts because I I don't know if if 
you know, you're like me when I go into the gym, I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. I mean, I kind of have an idea now because I've been working out for a while, but when I first got in there, I was just picking stuff up, putting it down. At least with with this stuff, if this was invented uh, back in the day when I first started working out, this would be much easier for me. Uh, this is a brand new service, but already has almost a million members. Uh, right now, you can claim a 30-day membership. Uh, just text BASEMENT to 303030 and get a, f- a full 30 days of a- access to an entire platform for free. That was a lot of 30s. It really completely threw me off. Uh, but again, just text BASEMENT to 303030 and then you get your free 30-day trial. <laughs> the next one we got is Blue Apron, my mom's favorite. They should sponsor her. Uh, Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. If you don't understand what that sentence means, basically this company will send food to your front door in a box with these like freezer pack fucking things in the bottom to keep shit cold. And they give you a step-by-step instruction on how to cook these meals. So not only do you have a nice meal, but you have the knowledge of how to make that meal to take with you for the rest of your life. How about that? And they have great food. Um, you know, they have stuff like beef teriyaki stir fry with sugar snap peas, which I don't know what those are, but they sound delicious. Uh, baked spinach and egg flatbread with sauteed asparagus and lemon. Um, these things are, these are legit. My mom makes them and I just eat them. Like, that's what I do. She cooks them, I eat them. I don't even live there anymore, but I just go there when I know she's cooking them and I eat them. And it comes out to less than $10 a person. So it's, uh, a good price here. Uh, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash basement. Um, again, that is blueapron.com slash basement. Now let's get back to the podcast, huh? Have you ever like, I mean, I know you've gotten punched yeah. in the face. I got, I got surprisingly in my eight years of doing this, I've only gotten in, well, I've gotten many fights, but I've gotten punched in the face once. Uh, of all places, Hoboken. Uh, of course, New Jersey. Uh, some kid waited for me outside the club after they threw him out, and we were. How long did he wait? Two hours. This guy was heated. Heated. Well, what happened was he definitely. Told what happened was about this. this is the story. I'll give you the story. So I'm doing my thing, partying. This girl comes over. She said, "Carilla, can you please pour champagne on my head?" I'm like, "Okay." Typical request. What do you say sure. to someone? No, man. Of course. I'm like, sure, let's do this. <laughs> so I do it. I took the photos. And she's like, oh my God, these are awesome. Oh, uh, she runs away. This dude comes over. He's like, delete those photos. I'm like, what? I don't know you. Like, Why would I delete these photos? He goes, that's my sister. I'm like, that's cool, but your sister says she wants him. She likes him, and you're going to have to talk to her. He's like, I'm not afraid to go to jail. I'm like, okay, buddy, that's fine. And like, as that's happening, security runs over and they like grab him and they saw there was like an altercation about to happen, so they throw him out. So this guy's now like, I guess, boiling with hate, right. sitting for two hours in the bushes outside of a nightclub. He like, also wants to be the person to punch Kirill in the face. Yeah, and this wasn't like this was me like still kind of building it. This wasn't like now, like where it's like this was like he wouldn't have gotten that much recognition for it. Like well, I punched Carilla. I mean, I like, feel like, like he would have. New Jersey, I feel like New York, York would have I remember it. when it happened. Yeah, I guess so. I'm yeah. from New York, so I kind of... So I continued drinking. I'm like, they threw him out. The sister's hanging out with us. It's hilarious. We're all drunk. So now it's like three in the morning. Hoboken's closing. We are going downstairs. We're going to the car. There's like five of us. And I'm literally walking out. I have my book bag. 
and I have like all my camera gear in there and a bunch of other shit. So it's a little heavy. And this dude just flies out of the bushes, just like meh, and clocks me in the face. And I like fall back because I got punched in the face, just completely rocked. Like yeah. I'm not even like embarrassed to admit, like I, I just fucking got cleaned. Cleaned. And I've like fell over with my bag. My friends like chased after him, but he like flew away. We were all blackout. He had two hours to sober up in the bushes. So, uh, <laughs> the bushes. Yeah. Well, because there's like bush. I mean, I don't know where he flew out of. Um, and then I had to go get like stitches and all this shit. And to me, the most upsetting part was there was no footage. I like begged the club for like, give me security footage. They're like, no way, man. That's an assault. We're not letting you like. She's like, I just want to put this on my fucking. Yeah, I just want people to be like, this is what happened, guys. Like. That yeah. would have been pretty dope footage. It would have been great if footage. If you went down backwards, too, it yeah. would have looked nice. That would have looked it's like a sack of potatoes. You know, honestly, that would have probably been a domino effect. You probably would have been punched every time you wanted Yeah, to that's the thing. Like, you don't always want to put out too much, like I said, like with the baloney shit. Yeah. You got to watch what you're like. These kids would be like, it's oh. like, yo, I got punched in the face. It was hilarious. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? That does this. Someone waiting um, for you. But you'll be surprised how little that happens because. I mean, when people are spending money to come out, to hang out, to drink, and they want to, like, experience the whole party, no dude's really going to, like, be like, all right, I'm going to punch this kid in the face because then I'm going to get thrown out. I'm going to get dragged the fuck out of there. I'm going to yeah. miss all the fun shit. Like, And at this point, I feel like dude, your like, name's on the flyer. People know what kind of party it's going to be. Yeah. it's that. That's it. And that's what I don't understand either. Like, some people – because, like, I mean, you post about it, and sometimes I just see it, or, like, you retweet it because – you know, just to fuck around, but some people will complain about their night at the club. I'm like, you knew he was going to be there. You know what he's yeah. doing every single night. Like, why are you upset now? It doesn't make any sense. It's weird. I mean, look, I understand people want different nightlife experiences or whatever reason they're going out, but my party's just about, I just want you to be an idiot. I want you to make some fucking memories. All right. You know, just to be like, this is the wildest time of my life. And it is you, most it, of the time. It's, it's pretty good. Some are it's hit or miss sometimes. <laughs> what was like the craziest thing that you can think of recently? I mean, the swirly was kind of amazing. Um, that is that was amazing. more for me though than for anyone. Honestly, that's it. the thing. Like, um, <laughs> I don't even know how you thought of that. I wouldn't even have thought of it. I was coming out of the bathroom. I was like, oh, what else can I do? The weirdest thing we had a kid one time outside of a party. Um, I was at dinner with a bunch of my girlfriends also in Canada. And somehow conversation came up that like one of them was on her period. Uh, I'm not going to like this. I could tell. That's hilarious. And whatever. We leave the restaurant and we're walking to the club and there's a kid like runs up and he's like, I'm too young to get in the party, but I really want to get in your Snapchat. I was like, okay, so let's think of something to do. And I was like, I need you to lick her tampon. Oh my God, dude. I was Uh, really hoping you wouldn't say that. Dude, I, the footage is somewhere up on my Instagram, but like, uh, he did it. Hilarious. The girls like st- literally started dry heaving. I would have thrown up. Like, and I oh, have like dude, a pretty. hilarious. To me, and people are like, you're just taking advantage of people. I'm like, yeah, I know, yeah, but exactly. that's funny. <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious. No one's putting a gun in anyone's head. Like, if someone's like, girl, lick this tampon, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. And you're also doing this in a club. Like, are, you're old enough to the point where, like, you can make decisions. Like, you know yeah. what you're doing. Even when I'm blackout drunk, someone's like, take your dick out. I was like, what? Yeah, I've never been so drunk where they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I've been blackout where I wake up, I don't remember anything, but I'm never like, and my friends don't call me up and like, hey, girl, you sucked a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Like, I'm still in, like, the lights me. are on, but nobody's home, but like, I'm, I still, I still, like. Yeah, I'm just dizzy. Exactly. I can't really talk, and that's, I can't communicate. That's the only thing. But I still, like, 
I stick to my own moral compass the entire exactly. time, no matter how blackout I get. Right. I've never woke. I mean, I wake up with like regret, but it's never like life changing regret where I'm like, I really got to get my act together. I got to figure that I got to go back to school. I got to do yeah. everything now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you only got punched in the face one time. I feel like. Don't get any don't, ideas. Yeah, don't, don't. No one Please. punch him in the face. Don't Please. do that. Please don't. Just bring him baloney. Yes. And you get to think of whatever. Go right into the fucking VIP. Area. It's just but, it's just fun to annoy people, especially the whole construct of nightlife where everyone's in like the the managers are in suits, everyone's in suits, everyone's dressed up, everyone's like we're running an official <clears> thing. Like it looks like you're, like they're all like gearing up and all service. all high strung. Like and it's like, dude, this is a party. Yeah, and they act like so high strung. So to me to be like, haha, like you have to let a guy in with a pound of baloney just makes me so happy inside. And you walk in with like giant dildos yeah yeah well my like rider is just like all yeah, that what shit. does your rider look like um four bottles of tequila pile of jameson beers whatever all the alcohol shit uh and then there's like a list of they got to choose 10 <laughs> of the 20 suggested things so they can pick 10 items whether it's like the kiddie pool silly string kiddie pool yeah you had a pool in the club yeah we drop kiddie pool sometimes you gotta have the champagne contained you know. Oh, of course. Yeah. How stupid of yeah. me. What are you, what I'm are you sorry. Uh, just like a bunch of random fun shit that kind of like sets the tone of the party, at least to let people know that like, because people are walking in scared in the sense of like, I don't want to get thrown out. What am I allowed to do? What am I not allowed to do? So like all these things you kind of want to bring and show them like, it's okay. We can spray silly string. You you can fucking be an idiot. You, we can do body shots on the bar. You can get in the kitty. Like, it's just to be like, go, let's just fucking destroy this room for the night. Um, Wait, so what else on this ride? Are you having uh, a kitty pool? Dildos. Well, like, blow up to us. Just, like, think of anything that, like, I guess, like, a frat party would want. Yeah. Just shit like that. That's insane, dude. The kitty pool is great. It's a great... It's, uh, Have you ever gone to one of these parties... And it'd be like, like no one wants. Everyone kind of wanted to be a spectator, um, so no one was really like down to be. So here's the thing. It kind of happens sometimes, but because I've been doing this so long, and especially, um, and I go to a lot of the same cities. You know, I have residencies and like nightclubs where I'm like, I go back. That I've made relationships with a lot of degenerates, friends, and like girls and everyone. So like, if I'm coming to Toronto. I have like a crew of like 20 people that are like going to roll through every time. And of that 20, there's always going to be like four or five girls that are friends that are like just down. And they're the ones who kind of like, oh, I'll be the first to get a facial. And then it kind of like, it sets the t- in, yeah, and then it else. just like snowballs into other people who are just there be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to get in on that. Right. So yeah, dude, I did a party and this is like where I could, I could have a sold out event or some kid booked me in Poughkeepsie, New York at a theater. It like used to be an old theater. Like a stage and Dude, seating? Dude, stage. They ripped out all the seats, but the balcony had all the seats. I'm not The Abe Lincoln seats? Like on well, the side? Yeah, well, they had the, they had the private booths, but they had like all this, the, the <laughs> oh, mezzanine okay. up there. Yeah. And I'm like upstairs, and I have like that little window I can look down on the stage and be like, oh, let me see how packed the house is like tonight. the Home Alone mm-hmm. one where he's looking at the orchestra? Kind of, yeah. yeah. So I'm... Um, Dude, literally 2,000 people would fit in this venue comfortably. There's maybe 50 people. <laughs> it's Poughkeepsie, New York. Yeah. It's a fucking sketchiest place ever. DJ's rocking out like he just sold out fucking like Madison Square Garden. <laughs> like, just like, man, man, man. And they're like, all right, you ready to go on? I'm like, what? 
I'm like, 50 people? And there's like a barricade set up like for the pit. And I'm like, what do you want me, like what am I supposed to go out there and do? Like, how am I gonna entertain these people? So we just walked out there and the 50 people, there was like surprisingly an even mix. There was like 25 girls, 25 guys. Um, and I was just like, give me the mic. I'm like, dude, just come up here. Like, get on stage. Like, this is just hilarious. Like, there's no reason you should be on the dance floor. Right. There's 50 of you. So we just brought them all up on stage, and we just had the time of our life, all 50 of us. That's awesome. It's like, it doesn't matter, like, if it has to be packed or not. The experience is like, we're just going to drink together. and We're just going to have fun. And it doesn't matter, you know, whether it's at Live in Miami where it's like 2,000 people balls to the wall, the hottest people on the planet, or just me and 49 other human beings. From Poughkeepsie. Yeah, I mean, like, you've had fun at a... At, pack places and you've had fun at a house party where yeah. you're just like because you can just like get drunk with someone and then you're just having good conversation and it doesn't have to be the wildest time of your life do you usually get like blackout at these parties absolutely <laughs> every time i wouldn't say blackout but like i have to be drunk and people are like well why can't you do your job sober like you know i'm getting older and all that shit it's like have you ever tried to talk to a drunk person sober it's a fucking nightmare. It's terrible. Dude, you're like, stop repeating the same shit. Get your Red Bull vodka breath out of my face. Please like, stop spitting on me. Yeah. All that. And then especially with what I do, it's just a lot of bros like, like, girl, like, we're going to fuck some sluts tonight. We're going to grab her by the pussy. I'm like, oh my God, like, give me alcohol, please. <laughs> yeah. I need to make these people tolerable. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm fine. And then I just go out and I'll have the time of my life. <laughs> do your parents like know what you yeah, do, do kind of they do they get it i mean they get it in a sense of like they know everything they know everything oh okay they know everything because it's all out there and like my mom is like interns at her job they're like oh my god you're girl's mom she's like oh jesus oh, christ god. your she's tits like, are out there somewhere yeah. aren't there <laughs> uh look my parents they all came from like we came from russia i was born in russia and like to them as fucked up as this is kind of in a way the american dream Right. You know what I mean? Like, we left a shit country where I would have been, like, in the military or whatever and had, like, probably it would have been wearing an Adidas tracksuit driving a taxi in Russia. So More than likely. Yeah. That still could happen in America for me <laughs> if all this shit falls apart. But, like, that's what it is. They're like, you did something different. And that's kind of their, they're like, all right. It's like, you know. I mean, my parents have been at my parties. Yeah, did you throw your mom like a birthday party? Yeah, I used to do a monthly party in New York and it happened to fall on the same day as my mom's birthday. And I was like telling her, I was like... Did she pour champagne on anyone's so, tits? No, but she she was like, okay, we'll do it. And her and her sister, I don't know what the term is, but they're born on the same day, different years. So uh, it was my mom, my dad, my aunt, her husband, and my mom's like friend from California. And I was like, I'll give you guys a table. I made a flyer with my mom's face on it. I'm like, my mom's <laughs> coming tonight. So people were like ecstatic. So I gave them a table and I had like, it was like a two-tier club. So their table was here. I was right below them so they could have a vantage point of everything. Right. They show up. My mom shows up with a flask and Russian chocolates to hand out to people. And she's just like, here you go. But I'm like, why'd you bring a flask? She's like, I don't know if there was going to be out. I'm like, mom, you can have whatever you want. So I gave him like champagne. My dad drank an entire bottle of whiskey by himself and they drank vodka and everything. And they just witnessed everything. Some kid brought my mom a dildo as a gift for her birthday. That's amazing. Incredible. And what about your dad? I feel, I feel like your dad would, would love this kind of party. I mean, I think he had a good time. I don't know what, like, I don't know if they had a talk after, if my mom was like, Okay, 
like you had Shut a little too much fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they had fun. They said they had the time of their life. It was my mom yelled at me when I put up the video recapping it. She's like, I'm going to lose my fucking job. Like, take that shit down. Like, cause she's in the party just dancing and then it cuts to like champagne and tits, tits and all the shit. And she's like, I have a corporate job. Like I can't be in these videos. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, they get it kind of, that's kind of dope. Um, and we were just talking before we started doing this podcast, but the first time that we actually met, huh. I faintly remember it was in Vegas and, uh, we went to Wet Republic, which is on Saturday. I had gotten there on Wednesday, and I don't eat in Vegas for whatever reason. Like, we just literally drink and gamble really? the entire time. Don't eat. I tried to, but my friends were just like, we're going here, we're going there. And it's just like, it's like a bro that's trip. A big you know mis- I mean? That's a big mistake to not eat in Vegas. I know. And, like, this year I'm trying to be, like, very conscious of eating and just, yeah. like, you know, because I just get drunk so quickly if I'm not eating. Especially, like, the last time, I, when I came home, I had lost, like, eight pounds. Like, I literally did not eat for, like, five days. I feel like I gain weight in Vegas. A lot of my friends gain weight. Well, because, like, I, like, I, I eat at the how. strip clubs always. I don't even make it there. Like, uh, there was the first day that we went, I was walking into daylight, and one of the um, security guards were like, are you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, cool. So then that was it. And I walked in. Best and feeling he, ever, by the way. Isn't yeah, that I was like, like yeah, yeah, man. Okay. But it got even better. Up. <laughs> it got even better because the guy comes up to me. I was in the bathroom. He comes out and goes, yo, do you guys want a cabana? And I was like, no, that huh. sounds fucking terrible. So he gave us his cabana and like we had a, we went crazy and I was like hammered and shit. And that was like Thursday. And then. You didn't eat in the cabana? You can eat in those things. Yeah. See, like I was thinking think of, that? of like, dude, oh, I'm like, I show up everywhere. And the first thing I'm like, I need food and alcohol. See, I want to start doing that. Like I go to strip clubs in New York and people are like, you, you like, I'm like, I go there to eat. Like, yeah. they know, like, Sapphire's in New York. I go there so often. When I show up, they're already like, okay, cool. And they bring out Start the platter. They away. bring the platter for me. And they're like, they're bringing the tequila. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm here to eat. Where's the food? What's That's the, the best way. Just letting you guys know, if you want to be friends with strippers, food. Don't try to lure them over like, oh, I'm going to, like, lap dances. They're just using you for money. But if you order, like, platters, strippers are fucking hungry. They'll come over and they'll just like, oh, how you doing? Blah, blah. And you're like, I don't want a lap dance. Like, no, no, no. And they'll be like, have some food. And then you actually end up befriending them. That's that's just that's, a, the just start a, of that's it. a tip. That's a really good tip. Yeah. Wow, well, you just gave food is free. the way to anyone's heart. That's true. What's on the even how small a stripper's about? heart is? Um, uh, it's not a, a platter if it doesn't have uh, chicken fingers, mozzarella right. sticks. I'm already. Um, I'm assuming there's wings um, on there. Wings. Potato skins. Dicey, but I still do it. Calamari. Wow. That's a risk. That's a, a, a Sunday night at a strip club calamari. Yeah. That but is like, you're supposed to, like, strip clubs, I think uh, they should have good food because that's kind of like, um, I don't know, it's like, a, it's like a place for guys hanging out. Like, most strip clubs have a really good steakhouse. You know, I've heard that. Like, a lot of people, like, I, I haven't gone to many strip clubs. I've been to, like, two. One of them was... Horrendous. Which like, one? Oh, you can't I couldn't even it. tell you the okay. name. Like, where? New York. It was in New York. It was like near Times Square, but it was like this rinky dink. Flash one. dancers. I don't. I don't know. I really have no. I was. Yeah. I was drunk, and, this, and these girls were like, "We're gonna go to a strip club." I was like, "Okay," and they took me to the strip club, and I didn't even know we were walking into a strip club. It looked like we were walking into some place that was closed, mm-hmm. and a little Asian dude in a cheetah jacket came out, like the most cliche thing yeah. in the world, 
and he took our jackets and then I went in there and like the dancers to look like they didn't want to be there. Everyone who was there was like running from their wives and shit. Like it was not a happy place. It's a strip clubs are a very sad place. It doesn't. I, I mean, yeah. I have. I mean, not like Vegas. Vegas, Vegas strip clubs are fun because it's like still a party. Like you just roll up. It's strip clubs to me are fun if you roll with like a crew because right. then you're just gonna make fun of everything absurd around you. Right. If you go there alone, that's just that's a dark you place. You are running. It's dark. Sprinting from something. Yeah. I see in Vegas. I haven't been to the strip clubs because oh, I gotta take the you. Two nights that my friends have gone, I was blacked out and like. There, two of the nights last year when we went to Vegas, two two of the days that we went there, I slept for 15 hours each of those days because we would drink and I would get so drunk that i just pass out and my friends would leave me. Like in so the you got to pace yourself. I can't. I have no idea how. No, to like I can't pace myself, but I still <sighs> like... I need to eat. That's But you problem. need to like have like a, a schedule in your head. Right. And you got to stick to it. You can't go off the reservation. Like we're like, we wake up, we're like, we'll do breakfast. We'll check out a pool party. We'll get drunk. We'll take a nap. We'll go to dinner. We'll go to the club. We'll go to a strip club. Get room service. We go to bed and we do it all over again. Right. You can't like stray from that. See, my friends are always like, dude, fuck eating. Let's just go. Like, we're already late. Like, I'm like, oh, God. Like, and I'm just like, fuck yeah. it. Let's just go. And I don't know. My body, I guess, just breaks down food quicker well, than Well, it's also not. like the pool parties kill you because it's 100 fucking degrees and oh. you're drinking in the direct sunlight. You're like, that you That day, die. too. So I had tech. I, I DM'd you on Twitter. And I was like, yo, are you in Vegas? And my friends knew you were in Vegas because I think it was your birthday that week. Some, yes, Something it was. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm at Wet Republic. Uh, like, are you going to come here? Because Tiesto was there and I Tiesto know you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you've done parties with him or whatever. And you were like, uh, I'm, <laughs> you were like, I'm like dead, but I'll try to make it over there. He ended up coming. And then I went to go see him. And by that time, I was like, like well, you were like a shell of a human when I saw you. I was not. Well, it was like body. it was uh, when I walked up when my boys ran the door, or whatever. They, I guess, knew that you were there already. I don't know how, because I was like, oh, meeting like Joe. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he's in there already. Like they, like I get the door already knew about you. Well, that's not from like a the drunk mess in the corner, but like <laughs> who you were. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And we're walking, and you're like literally standing there, just like. Like out of not it, even. I talked there. to someone you were, who we were with, and oh like, my boy I, Kevin, they, we were like talking to him, and you were like, "Yeah, yeah, my boy's over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you in the DJ booth." I was like, "Oh, no, okay. no, you're not, dude." <laughs> and then somehow you ended up in the DJ booth, dude. I don't know like, how okay. the fuck I was like. You were weekend at Bernie's, full weekend at Bernie's. I was like, just like, yeah, I had my like. One of the security guards like took a picture with me that day, and like it's I I have it somewhere on my computer. But my arm is like wrapped all the way around his head. Oh, that's the fucking like drug move. Like the drug move him. you love everyone. And I didn't even know. And he could kick the shit out of me in less than a second. Like, he was a big dude. And I was like, I'm way too close to this guy. Like, he could but he knew him. who you were. I, yeah. He, so that's he, the he, thing. He, Isn't it funny how the difference between when they know who you are and then they don't, what you can get away with? Yeah. He would have, if I was someone else, he would have fucking beat me into the ground. Oh, exactly. It would have been terrible. But yeah, it was bad. I remember when I was leaving that place, there was some girl who got one of those big ass fruit platters. And I was just like, yeah. I took a grape off of it. She almost fucking had a heart really? attack. Yeah. You know, just one You got to eat. You got to eat. You got to eat. Yeah, you know, that's all I had that day. I had that and maybe a slice of pizza on the way back to the room. Too retarded. I left that place without my shoes, without my shirt. I left my phone in the locker. and But I had my ID because I'm like, 
Like you I sound like it. every girl I've probably fucked you with, I guess. <laughs> I left all my shit there. I don't have anything. <laughs> my exactly dignity. Was. I was out of it. And I was walking barefoot, just like a girl would. Yeah. And when I was walking out of the place, one of the, one of those security guards gave me this big-ass white T-shirt. I don't know where he got it, but I just was wearing that. I don't know how I made it back to my room, but I did. Yeah, you got to have some structure in Vegas because yeah. it'll kill you. But I'm usually good, but it's like Wet Republic always gets me for some reason. Yeah, like I don't really get that crazy during the pool parties. I'll drink, but not because I'm always know that the nighttime's always better. Hmm. Um, plus, I also like to ride New York New York roller coaster every trip. Wow, I haven't been on that yet. It's amazing. Is it? Yeah, dope. I stayed there one time and I just you watched. should do it. It's awesome. Like I sat. It's incredible. It's like, a good experience, especially when you're shit faced. Right. Um, I wonder how many people have yacked off of that thing. Yeah, I'm sure it was a lot. I was drunk and my boy was on shrooms when we did it. That's a good combo. Yeah. Nice little um, combo. And I don't do drugs. So, like, Vegas is, like, a very, like... It's easier to get cocaine or molly or weed than it is to get a bottle of water. Like, you can oh, get course. it anywhere. Of course. But, like, that's where, like, people... Like, I don't... I, that's why I need some structure in my life because, like, I'm not the kind of guy that's like, oh, I'm going to drink and I'm going to get blackout. And people are like, all right, let's do a bump to sober up and keep going. Like, I just go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm at the point in my life where someone's like, if I need cocaine, to, then I'm just going to bed. Like, there's no party, nothing I'm going to experience tonight that is worth me staying awake if my body says I'm tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless it's like, you know, like, oh, ACDC's hanging out. They want to do blow. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's a story. Yeah. But if it's just like... Thunderstruck. But if, but if, Love that yeah, shit. Yeah, but if it's like four dudes and four bros like, oh, let's do coke and like keep going. I'm like, I'm going to bed. Like, where is this going to lead? Yeah. Like, nowhere fun. We're going to go to the strip club and look at tits? Yeah. Go do that in the morning. What, exactly. We have time. Let's I'll just go home and jerk off and pass out and have a way better night than all of you and that's save a lot of money. One of the, my favorite things to do. Jerking off? No, just like oh. leave a good time and go jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> what, jerk off? Yes, yes. actually. It's exactly my favorite. It's one of my favorite hobbies. <laughs> I want to be in Vegas this summer, too. I'm going to try and pace myself. I'm going. You should come. I'm doing my birthday. Oh, God. What day is that? Second week of June. I'm going June 9th is my birthday, so we're going that weekend. Bring a little crew out. Mm. I'm going to be... No, I'll I'm send you an itinerary July. so that you can stick to the schedule. <laughs> or I'll make one for you anytime you go to Vegas. Be like, here's what you got to do. like, please, sir, print out my itinerary. I need to know what I'm doing. And I'm going to tape it to your chest and then... Yeah, exactly. They'll be like, you have to leave now. Your itinerary says you need to go now. Yeah, exactly. You just have people following me around, just drag me away from things. Mm-hmm. You know what the, the problem was? When I went to Wet Republic, like the first year that I went, I was just getting like pineapple and like vodka or Ciroc or whatever they had back there in those big ass 40 something dollar drinks they have. And I was like, I'm not drunk at all. I had like three of them. I was like, I'm not drunk at all. Like these are like, I don't know if it's the yeah. sun or whatever the fuck it is. Um, so this year, last year when I went, when I walked up to the bar, the lady had four bottles in her hand and were dumping them in this thing. And I was like, I'll have whatever the fuck. Oh, like that a is. Long Island or some shit, right? I don't know what the fuck. It was like red. And she was just dumping four I'll bottles into that. it. And I was like, okay, I'll get that. And so I had two of those. And then, I mean, I think I was drugged. Or, Everyone says that. Like, oh. I think, like, because, like, I could, I have a pretty good tolerance. Like, I'm, like, I can drink for yeah, a long time. Yeah, but my tolerance is all over the map. Huh? My tolerance is all over the map. Mine's like pretty solid. Like even if I don't drink for a long time, like I could still drink, you know? But like for that day, I was like, and when I told my friends, I was like, yo, I only had two of those. They're like, no fucking shot. I was like, yeah. I was gone. I don't think you were drugged. I think I was drugged. I don't know. Could have been. Hungover? I can't do any of those fruity shit. I never get hungover. Mm, only if I throw up. you're fucking young. I miss those days. Only if I throw up, then I get really hungover. 
but I have a hangover after every night out. Well, I mean, I usually go to like dive bars and shit. So like, I'll get hammered, and then once it's like two a.m., I just start chugging water. Yeah, so that's like, the move. But I used to not do that when I was like nineteen. I could crush like thirty beers, wake up—not thirty, but like twenty—and then wake that's up. That's just be like fine. I don't. I've never gotten that thing. It's like I don't want to run to the bathroom that often. Yeah. Well, like my friend has a summer house in Connecticut. Okay. It's like we're outside in the woods. You piss wherever the fuck you want. Like, I just never got beer culture. Food. I just never got beer culture. It's just way like too beer. much liquid to consume for very little result. Yeah, you're right. Like to me, I'm like, give me a shot and let it do its like it's gonna do its job. You know what it is? I guess it's because when I first started drinking, like I wanted to drink because of beer pong. Like I was like, oh, this is a fun game. Like yeah, I, in that situation, I can understand it because right. then you're making a game out of it. But yeah. like, if you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna Crush. pound, like drink twenty <laughs> beers, and I'm like, have four shots. And like, you, yeah, exactly, you're good. I guess I can't drink beer because my pants are always already too tight. So like, I have to start unbuckling them. So I get really bloated fast. See, yeah. <laughs> I'm like a middle aged woman. No, yeah, me too. If I have, even if I have, if I have like a sip of soda, I'm like. Farting for three days and my stomach, I gotta unbuckle it. I'm like, oh, fucking great. Mm-hmm. Here we go. It's never good. But anyway, let's wrap the fuck up, huh? Okay. Uh, where can everyone find you? Instagram at Slut Whisper, uh, Snapchat, Ugly Russian Jew. That's where like all the explicit party content is. Instagram is kind of just whatever's going on in my head <laughs> and anyone I want to fight with on the internet. <laughs> It's really childish. Um, Twitter, it's Kirill was here. I'm currently suspended for... Are you? Yeah, I made a... There was some fucking lady or some dude posted like, I don't care what anyone says, but you would totally fuck this even though she's a transgender. And it was just like a hot photo of a black chick. And I wrote back. I was like, she is beautiful, but like one of my main requirements is a vagina because that's what I'm attracted to, and this is in no way offense to trannies. Mm-hmm. And then, like, some Asian, I'm assuming transgender, wrote back, well, who said we want to fuck you anyways, and way to use a racial slur, or way to use a slur about us, because they're very sensitive about that word. Oh, tranny. Yeah. It's a bad word. Yeah. I did not so then that. I wrote back, calm your tits, ching chong. See, that's probably where this But that's went off hilarious <laughs> because that's not really racist because what's there's not a, that's not racist. Calm your tits, change. That's fucking funny. If it evokes laughter, then it's a joke. Okay? I didn't write like, you know, calm your tits, you chink. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because that's, there's no humor in that. Right. Because someone got in a fight with me and they were like, well, you wouldn't say that to a black person. I'm like, well, they're like, you wouldn't say like, calm your tits, Tyrone. I'm like, yeah, because Tyrone's not funny. Right. Like, that makes no sense. The, the, I'm obviously attempting humor here. Right. Um, so that's what I'm currently banned. I'm, I'm fighting with, like, Twitter. I'm like, really? This is the worst thing on the internet that yeah. I called an Asian chick with a dick ching chong? Because <laughs> they're not offended by Ling Ling. How is that not offensive? Everyone's like, oh, like, Ling Ling. Like, that's like a, an okay joke. You've heard people be like, oh, Ling, you know, yeah. everyone makes that. Yeah. Ching Chong, apparently that's too far. I feel like you just were on the map. They were dying for a reason to get rid of you. Oh, yeah. I'll get back. I always crawl back out <laughs> of the gutter. Also, you're doing a, a camp, aren't you? Oh, yes. Hold on. 
He's got to take a sip of water before he explains this shit. If you guys are interested, I am doing a sleepaway camp in Connecticut. Hmm. It's about an hour outside the city. It's an adult sleepaway camp, so it's 21 and over. It's all the shit you did as a kid. I never went to camp because my parents were too cheap. But, like, uh, think of everything you could do. There's the blob. There's zip lining. There's, like, rock climbing, um, archery. But the entire time, open bar. Uh, and then at night, we're doing, like, at the lodge, like, a party. Um, making one of the nights, like, prom night. Um, so that we like, <laughs> my boys are DJing. Um, campfire shit. Like, it's basically sleepaway camp, but you're an adult. And everything's included. Food, uh, alcohol, food, and your bed. And it's literally, I think, $499 for the entire weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a fucking steal. You can't even get a hotel room in New York for that. Right. Let alone go eat or drink in the city. Um, so check it out. It's carillscamp.com. Dude, and I've, I've been there. Like my, I, I did it. And I was like, I need to host a weekend. And they gave it to me. It was, it was so fun. When I went, I went for the company I used to work for, Elite Daily. We went on a retreat there. They told me that. that yeah, we went on a retreat there. there. It was fucking amazing. Like you show up and there's like a dude in... I don't even know, like, the dudes who yodel, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those just, outfits, I don't know what it's called, but those outfits, the guy shows up, and he has a pint in his hand. Oh, it's beer. like the, the German dude, like, the yeah, fucking exactly. wearing Lederhosen. Yeah, exactly. He has, like, a pint in his hand, and he's drinking or whatever, and he, like, introduces you. You guys get cabins, like, literally, like, you share a cabin with, like, four or five people, and then they have events all day. They had some shit called, like, a beer hike. Oh, the pub hike. hike, and you kill a keg. Yeah, you would take a. It's like we're having that too. So the idea is like you start at the bottom of like the mountain, and there's a keg, and the, whoever is doing the hike with you guys, like whoever participated, you kill the keg, and then you hike ten minutes, and all of a sudden there's another keg, right. and you kill that keg, and then you keep hiking. So it's, and it's like all a, different like beers in the kegs yeah. too. It's it's fucking it's awesome. fucking it was. The most fun thing I've done in a long time. Yeah, I, I like, I didn't know what to expect because when they were talking about it, I was like, what are you talking? But it was fucking Dude, awesome. but you're drunk the entire time. Like, they're like, oh yeah, here's a bow and arrow. Have fun. You're like, what? Yeah, thank you. Okay. That's amazing. I literally drank that entire weekend. Like, I just. They did this game when I got there, which I've never even seen, but it was kind of hilarious. They do hot potato tequila. Did you do that one? No. They, like, they're like, oh, registration. Like, you get your cabin keys, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right, go throw your stuff in the cabin and come back up because there's food and alcohol and there's, like, a DJ and you're under a tent. It's like everyone's still checking in. It's a Friday night at 9 p.m. And, like, the guy's like, okay, so I'm handing out five shots of tequila and everyone stand in a circle and they play music and they're like, nah, 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 and you're just supposed to pass it down and then the music stops and if it's in your hands, you do a shot. A genius. That is genius. Yeah, when we went, there was like, there was a ton of stuff. And it's not all like drinking shit either. Like if you're not like super into drinking the entire time, like they have all the camp stuff you do as well. Yeah. Like you can just go ziplining or you can just go play a football game or baseball. We played, uh, there was kickball and there was a keg there. So if Good you life. wanted to drink, you could drink while playing kickball. Like it's so yeah. fucking fun. And there's I, a lake too. Yeah, everything's more fun when you're drunk though. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. So if you want to go. Carillscamp.com. Check it out. Uh, and that is all. If you guys want to check out uh, The Basement Yard, you want to watch it, go to fullscreen.com slash basement yard and use the promo code basement and you get a free month. What does that mean, Basement Yard? All right, so The Basement Yard is what me and my brothers and sisters used to call our basement because my mom didn't want us to go outside. Mm-hmm. And, she, and we'd ask her if we could play in The Basement Yard. Like We just like called it that and... and 
I was trying to come up with a name for my podcast, and she was like, why don't you call it The Basement Yard? I was like, mom, that's fucking genius. Okay. That's why I use it. Now I get it. He's not impressed. Yeah. yeah, it's not giving anyone a swirly or anything like that, but, you know. Hey, as long <laughs> as it means something to you. <laughs> All right. Also, we're going to be on uh, The Extra Yard. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. We have like a contraption set up in my living room right now. I don't really know what the hell's going on, but um, if you want to check that out, go download full screen. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time.